Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Jeff Brom has won his third Old Oaken Bucket game. He gets an ice bath. And this game is over. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the first post-regular season edition of the Behind the Rails podcast for Purdue football. I am your host, Travis Miller of HammerAndRails.com, and with me, as always, is Purdue running back, Grey Cup MVP, Canadian legend, Corey Sheets, and we are here to talk about the 44-7 win for Purdue to return the old oaken bucket to its proper place and secure an eight and four regular season for the Boilermakers. I mean, that, that just sounds good. Doesn't it, Corey? Man, it sounds amazing. I said, they ain't did that since I was playing. <laughs> yep. This is the first eight win regular season since 2006. Mm. And now with the bowl game, they have their first chance. They have a chance at their first nine win season since going nine and four in the 2003 season where they lost, I think it was three of those four losses were either by a single possession or in overtime. And wow. It's just, it was great to see just, they took care of business on Saturday. Indiana had their one drive on their first offensive drive of the game. And then they did precious, precious little the rest of the game. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. They didn't even look all that impressive on that drive. Like, <laughs> it mm-hmm. just looked like everybody was getting a feel for for each other and their place was just working. Yeah, and, and I think stop. <laughs> I was thinking about that, and I know the big thing is like you want to script the first ten or fifteen plays, and it seems like their script was pretty good. It was effective. They went down, they scored, they didn't do anything the rest of the game. <laughs> I would say uh Purdue coaching staff is finally making adjustments and they're being effective, which is great to see going into a bowl game. Hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff. So we will be right back after this ad. It's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means. Football! And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code BLEAV. That's right, BLEAV to receive your 50% bonus. And it's not just football. BetOnline has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. I think it also helps that they were playing a fourth string walk on at quarterback and a third string running back. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to talk about that, but uh, since you brought it up, <laughs> I, I know you couldn't hear their announcers, but that's all they kept talking about. If you were watching the games, this guy's a walk on, and these guys are walk on. Oh my God, like who didn't get hurt? <laughs> and really, that's where Purdue was two seasons ago. If you think about it, I mean, two seasons ago we we're playing Indiana, and that's when O'Connell was the fourth string walk on, and Horvath was the walk on running back, and 
you were without Rondale Moore. You were without Elijah Sindelar. I know there were a couple of other frontline defensive guys that were out. So, I mean, I can at least empathize with that because we've been there. We were there two years ago. I mean, I get it. <laughs> but it was just like listening to the game as much as the announcers kept saying. It was like, wow, like y'all really trying to drill into people's heads. Like this guy's a walk-on. This guy's a fourth string. Like he's still a collegiate athlete. Like at oh, some yeah. point he wanted to be the starter, right? Well, damn it, you are the starter now. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm looking at the stats here. Their second leading rusher. Yeah, he was a walk-on. His name's Charlie Spegall, but – He's a damn legend here in Indiana. He ran for more than 10,000 yards in his high school career and shattered this, the career high school rushing record in the state. <laughs> and he chose to go to IU? Yeah, to walk <laughs> on, no less. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the brightest kid in the blocks. <laughs> wow, I love it, man. I love the subtle trash talk in the middle of a podcast like this. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean... I- I'm I'm really one of those guys, no matter where I went, if you were on the other team, I did not like you. I wasn't trying to be your friend. I wasn't trying to talk after the, the, the game, especially if we lost. Like, no, I don't want it. The hell with you. <laughs> I was I was one of those kind of players. Like I didn't I didn't mix well with the other team. Yeah. Yeah. So and I can see that though. It's like you, you're there for business. You're not there for fun. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to be chummy, chummy. Like, no, I was trying to break this dude late forty five minutes ago. I don't, I don't want to high five him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only guys I really tried to talk to was guys that I knew from like high school, and even that was like, all right, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, back to well, the game. <laughs> oh yeah, back to the game. Um, Obviously, as bad as the Indiana offense was, Purdue's offense took a little while for them to really get going. But once they did, man, we ran for 167 yards on the ground. We I had a 33-yard rushing touchdown. <laughs> I called it. Hey, it was a thing of beauty, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Dowling, Dowling just took, took it and went right up the sidelines. Like, all right, nobody going to tackle me? Cool. I'll take it. Right. It was a thing of beauty. Boy, hit the Jets and it was gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, another solid game from O'Connell. He had only five incompletions, 278 yards, four touchdowns. Um, David Bell, only downside to David Bell, he is now 22 yards short of the single season receiving yardage record. Was hoping he was going to break that on Saturday. And I guess the question is now, does he play the bowl game knowing uh, the draft is coming up? Or does he be like, okay, I'm going to put the car in the garage and wait for the combine? Nah, he plays the bowl. I see him playing a ball. Now, what is your opinion on that? I know it wasn't as popular when you were a player, but it's gotten a lot more popular now that you have these guys that are first and second round picks. They're just like, all right, I, I want to play it safe and not go to the bowl game because, I mean, ultimately the bowl game is kind of a glorified exhibition, really. All right, I, I'm going to just cut that, that, that long-ass answer short. If mm-hmm. you're not going to be sitting at home or – in New York City or wherever they do the draft nowadays and have a camera in your face, go ahead and play the bowl game, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't if, if if ESPN or Fox or whoever covers the, the draft is not gonna be in your home or in your boat or in live 
<laughs> Watching you get drafted, man. Go play, enjoy it. You you still you're still gonna get drafted whether you get hurt or not, unless it's like career ending. But right. that r- rarely happens in the bowl game, just because guys are, guys are playing hard, but they're not playing that hard. <laughs> well, you played in a bunch of bowl games, so I'm gonna trust you on that. So I mean, I, honestly, I've always felt like I was one of those Iron Man guys, like that wasn't never gonna get hurt. I, I actually played the Motor City Bowl. I played with a separated shoulder. Like I had, remember, I just, uh, mm-hmm. I just busted it up before uh, what, Notre Dame. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, and Penn State broke my collarbone. Yeah. So I played hurt. They didn't like. I didn't care. Plus, I didn't think I was going to get drafted that high, and I didn't get drafted. So I was trying to get every opportunity I could. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, and it's a hard road when you're one of those lower draft picks. I know. I mean, right? So they want all the film they can get on you. The bowl game is is one of those games where you can play different talents, so they can't generalize. Oh, you played in a, the WAC ten or whatever conferences. I don't even know what these names are. Like this, why we got fourteen teams in the, <laughs> the Big Ten? I'll tell you why. Money. <laughs> I mean, shoot, Ohio State, Michigan, they was doing it enough. It ain't like they grabbed like good teams. They grabbed Rutgers. Uh, when the last time they've been to a bowl? <laughs> <laughs> well, they ain't bringing no money. <laughs> it was all about getting the East Coast cable subscribers and uh, getting more money for the Big Ten Network. That's that's the only reason Rutgers and Maryland are there. That's that's it. Don't nobody watch UConn play. <laughs> like, it what, are, what other teams they added? They, uh, they added? The only three they've added since you were gone is uh, Nebraska, Rutgers, and Maryland. And at least Nebraska kind of makes some sense. Yeah, and Nebraska that, makes some sense. Yeah, I could see even that. even that was for money because once they got them, they could have the big money conference championship game that nets them you know ten fifteen million dollars a year or however much it makes. So right. Uh, Maryland, I, they could have stayed where they was. They was the big dogs in in that that league. I mean, that yeah. Why why come here? Because so, <laughs> yeah, Ohio they State wanted that money too. Shit. Big I, Ten I Network not, makes a lot of money for these schools. <laughs> I would not volunteer my kids at least three ass whoopings a year. <laughs> Every year, like no. They're not they're, okay, they what they say. They're not beating Ohio State no time soon. They're not beating Michigan no time soon. Hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff. So we will be right back after this ad. Say goodbye to dull gifts this holiday season. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science, sparkle, and created the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but are just grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, price so they don't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox Diamonds, never a dull moment. There was a game um, 
I think it was the second or third year Rutgers was in the league. They lost to Michigan 78 to nothing, and they got two first downs. Like, why do that to kids? Like, why? Why you even schedule that game? I, I get it if it's the first game of the season, but why jump into a conference where you know, damn, it's two big-ass dogs in that yard? Yeah, and, and it's not like Penn State <laughs> and Michigan State are awful in that half in that half of the league either. Seriously, then they got two sons that's just – they mean two some days. <laughs> like, no. Volunteer to get my ass kicked at uh. – <laughs> <laughs> What, what, what bowl do you think Purdue is going to get to now? Because uh, well, it's, it's looking like – I'm hoping – I said we're talk, talking between the guys. We, it's looking like Vegas. or we hope, We're hoping Vegas, I should say. Vegas <laughs> would be very, very nice. Uh, the latest projections that I saw had the pinstripe at Yankee Stadium in New York. Uh, that would be against an ACC team. No, and then there was one on – Hell no, it's freezing in New York. And they flood into it's rats. No, 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 don't accept that. Coach Brown, no. Don't go to New York. <laughs> uh, the, the other one that I saw from ESPN, which I would be dead set against, is um, a rematch with Auburn in the Music City Bowl. And they're still cleaning blood out of the stadium from when we played Auburn there three years ago. When, when, when's, the, uh, when's the Music City Bowl? Where is that? Uh, is that like, it, it's in Nashville. Like Not, yeah, I'm about to say, that sounds like some Tennessee thing. Right. <laughs> they have fun down there. This, Nashville's been a cool place. I don't know how cold it is. It, 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 it's snowing. It's in the Midwest. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you. I, I would love to see him go to Vegas. That would that'd be a lot of fun. I, I would much rather play a Pac-12 team, which is what who we would play in Vegas, as opposed to uh, as opposed to um, another SEC team down in Nashville and that kind of on their home turf and everything. But uh, it, it's just nice to be able to talk bowl. Purdue travels well. Yeah. I mean, they, they would. And you have, you've been off for a couple of years where you haven't made a bowl game. And it's Vegas, man. Who doesn't want to go to Vegas? Man, what? I would be worried about a play- – oh. I, I, I want them to go to Vegas just because I know uh, people going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would be worried about our players like getting soaked up. Mm-hmm. I don't care how I don't care how good, how tightly. Yeah, it's Vegas. These guys, I, I'm, I'm gonna say all of these guys ain't never been. <laughs> Vegas is a lot of fun. I, I've been there once and it was nice. So hell, I ain't never been. <laughs> that's low-key why i'm hoping they go <laughs> oh, there you go so so you had you would head out to vegas if they went then man what i'm gonna do everything i can to, to go yes <laughs> i like that that's awesome <laughs> well it is just nice to be able to talk about bold projections and we're going somewhere that's right that's the key part and that's all I, that matters we're going bowling we get another ring added to the showcase have you seen that thing? It's crazy. I have been in there once. Uh, it, it is pretty nice in there, the new display case. They got all the bowl trophies and everything else. And I like that they've got spots for the rivalry trophies. And obviously now we can put <clears throat> the, the old oaken bucket back where it belongs. Right. It's nice and, and it, safe. And it's not like upstairs like in the in the office where it used, it used to be. And I was like down out in the open where people could see it. <laughs> 
Now, how fun is it when you go over and you pull that thing out of the box, especially after IU had had it the year before? Uh, honestly, I only enjoyed it my senior year. And it was mainly because we lost the year before. So it was like, hey, we took this motherfucker back. By force, because that, that was the 62-10 <laughs> game. That was that was one of the most unmerciful ass whippings we've ever handed out. <laughs> yeah, it was one of, this was a stomping. Like, yeah. <laughs> Everybody scored. <laughs> Everybody did, even the backups. <laughs> Absolutely. So it was that was the only time. Then it was like my parents just happened to be at the game. Not just happened, mm-hmm. it was senior day. And when we did it, they had they had it. So of course we rushed the field, went and grabbed it, and it was over in the student section. So it was pretty cool. But then like you can tell, like the other half of the other half of the stadium was like, like bring that bitch over here. <laughs> like I grabbed it. And brought it to the other side of the, uh, the stadium, and just everybody went crazy. So, I, I thoroughly in, enjoyed watching them celebrate because it was it was I understood it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've gotten to pull it up once because they have like when they have the fan day with all the kids and everything. Like in August, they'll have it out there if Purdue has it. That thing's heavier than I thought it was with all the chains in it. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't grab that thing. You about to just run with it. You ain't got your muscles with you. <laughs> I, I actually changed for bucket week here. I changed my picture to the profile where I'm holding it. And my son's helping me hold it up. And he's probably about four or five and everything uh, in the picture. So, and that, uh, that change is not, I remember we, uh, I don't know where that picture is, but I remember for the, uh, the banquet, we held the bucket and then they extended the chain the entire senior class and the entire that like holding that be like you could still feel the weight mm-hmm. <laughs> with all what I think it was like 15, 16 of us. Yeah. <laughs> you could still feel the weight of that long chain. <laughs> and there's 13 more links on it now. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so I can only imagine. Does it still does the chain still fit in the uh, in the bucket? I think so. It looked like it did on all the pictures I saw. So Cause at some point, <laughs> I know they put that lacquer on it to preserve the wood, but at some point, them chains ain't gonna fit in there no more. We'll figure that out when we get to it. <laughs> you can make an NFT of the old oaken bucket. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and just add a chain each each one. There you go. I like and it. That might be a cool idea. Somebody uh, trademark that from Call Me and we get that rocking. <laughs> Works for me. Uh, probably the biggest thing we can talk about now, uh, headed into our bowl game, I know they'll announce on Sunday when and where and who Purdue is going to be playing, but probably the biggest story left here is George Karloftis and David Bell. And we were talking about in the pre-show. I, I think you agree with me. They gone. <laughs> Deuces, especially don't let that boy win that. What's the uh, what's the wide receiver work name? Oh, the Belitnikov. Yeah, David yeah. Bell's one of the three finalists for the Belitnikov. So he's one of the best three receivers <clears throat> in the nation. There is uh, so that means no way he he's coming be, back. I'll say that will he will be suited and booted somewhere. I don't know wherever they do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was that's above my pay grade. I, I didn't get to get to do all experience that thing, but 
Yeah, he he. If, if don't don't let him win that, he's gone for sure. Yeah, Karloftis and, and, and is projected even higher. Right, what was it, top fifteen, something like that, something crazy. Yeah, Karloftis uh, top fifteen. If you know, if he busts the combine and pro day well, you can maybe top ten and everything else. And I I, I cannot fault the guy. Uh, like I was telling you in the pre-show, if I'm 21 years old. And you're telling me all I gotta do is sign this piece of paper, and I'm worth a couple million dollars. I'm signing the paper. <laughs> I mean, it don't work like that, but it's something like it works something like that. Yeah. <laughs> when you get picked, it depends on where you get picked up. Mm-hmm. Man, it works like that. But I, I could see them two guys being picked up pretty soon. And it was, you know what's crazy? Hmm. I was during the Indiana game. I'm watching it, and I'm like, all right, when are they going to throw the ball to Bell? Like, are they really not targeting him so he doesn't do well this game and, and try to make him stay? Like, are they really doing that? <laughs> yeah, he still had – I think he had six catches for 79 yards and a score. I mean, it's probably a matter of everything else was working. Why, you know, why overwork him? When you can rest the, when you can rest the main guys like that, it's got to be a lot of fun. No, nah, not any, not. Not the last game of the, of the year, and against IU. Nah, you gotta you gotta let the guys do do their thing. At least get them their numbers first, then set them down. Mm-hmm. That's more so what I was looking for, like looking to see. Mm-hmm. All right, we gonna get, get him his hundred, maybe a hundred and fifty, and then pull him. And he needed a hundred and one for the new single season receiving record. I yeah, mean, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, that's really what that stuff like that. Like they don't, yeah. they don't, they don't target him that much so he don't get that that record and make him want to come back to break the record. Nah, it don't work like that. <laughs> He's going to come, assuming he plays the whole game, 22 yards. I mean, he can get that on the first play of the damn game. Does that, wait, do, do they count? They count yes. bowling? They count bowling now? Because I know they didn't count it when I was playing. They do count bowl games now, so. And I think they went back and they retroactively added all the bowl records and stuff, so. Well, then they owe me some records then. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? They owe me. They owe me. The, I should I should be the the, the, the leading rusher for all time then. Because <laughs> I was only 128 yards short. I know I got that. Nice. Yeah, right. I, 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 we're going to go check on that next, next, uh, next show. Look that okay. Up. <laughs> yeah well we'll definitely have to look at that and see uh see what's going on with that but it, it's good to see them they both walked on senior day and i think that i i think david they asked him what he's doing he's like i haven't made up my mind yet and i'm like then why'd you walk senior day if it was junior you're gonna pull a bernard Pollard and just leave after the bowl game <laughs> Bernard was Pollard like was always an interesting character. <laughs> I love Bernard. He he. I, I I was so sad to see him leave because he he used to keep me laughing. He made he made the hard days fun. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can see that. He's uh he was definitely fascinating to watch and everything. And of course, he is hated <laughs> throughout the New England region for hurting Tom Brady. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> yeah. So what are, what are kind of your thoughts here going into the, into the postseason? Um, you know, what is bowl prep like, really? Obviously, it's a little bit different. You're going to be seeing a team that you probably aren't too familiar with. You get 
what is it, 12, 13, 14 extra practices. It's a little bit more laid back. Not at first. No, actually, no, I'll take that back, take it back. At, like from here on out when they practice, it's going to be lax. They're not mm-hmm. going to really do much. It's just sharpen their skills, do a little seven on seven, low bullshit inside right pass. Like it's 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 really just going to be a quick practice, and they're not going to keep them too long because they're going to want the guys to be rested. They're going to mm-hmm. want the guys to enjoy the time off, knowing that they got another game. There's going to be a lot of weight room, a lot of working out, like that type of thing. Right, and you don't want anybody to get hurt in the bowl season either. Unnecessary. We don't need to bang. We we don't enough bang. We need guys to heal these bumps and bruises. And you get a you get what? Depending on what bowl you go to, you get damn near three weeks. Mm-hmm. I think the earliest one Purdue could play in is you know two days after Christmas on a, like the twenty seventh of December. So you got four you got weeks month. off. You got yeah. You got a month off. Like heal up. But that week going into Going into the game, maybe like the the week before, you might get a little popping going just to get the pass, make sure everybody's still like, hey, we still playing football. Wake guys up. Going into the bowl prep, it ain't too much. Like at that point, some of these guys are going to be pros in a couple of days. Like you don't want to mm-hmm. get them hurt. So it's just so that, that kind of vibe. That and you got to travel and you got to do all the bowl stuff around it because. You know, you've been to a bowl game in Detroit. I mean, there's only so much you can do around that one. Was it <laughs> but you've been to one in Orlando. But there was only so much we could do in that one, too. Like, we wasn't close to nothing. <laughs> it was crazy. It's a different time. So now you got Uber and Lyft, and mm-hmm. you can call a ride like you got a car. We didn't have Uber and Lyft back then. You had the car service, wait for the van, a shuttle, and all of that, if you wanted to go somewhere, you had to call a taxi, and that took an hour and a half, and then they got lost, and you had to call them again. So it's, it's a different era. I bet if we had Uber or Lyft back when we was in Detroit, we probably would have gotten to some shit. <laughs> like, I didn't even go lie to you. <laughs> and, and I would have been right there with him because I, I remember that year I took, I want to say, Damn near the entire secondary is a per diem. Uh-huh. Cause they thought they were fast. <laughs> oh, there you go. So we had a what was it? It was either a 50 or a 60 yard race. Five yards ahead of them. Give me your money, your money, your money, your money, your money as I cross the line. Like, y'all crazy. <laughs> what y'all thinking? <laughs> did, you, did did you go to El Paso when they went in I think it was 04? I tell everybody every time somebody say that word El Paso, I let them know that's the I had the best the best steak I've ever had in my life, and the steak was about was was bigger than the plate. <laughs> I like, <laughs> yeah, Coach. That was one thing, Coach. When when we went places, Coach Tiller like. I don't know if if it was his hand or whatever the whoever the hell was the the, the coordinator director, they chose some great spots because <laughs> we always ate good, even in Detroit. We went to a yeah, big steakhouse. Food, food was amazing. 
And then you had the unique opportunity since you were you went to the El Paso Bowl game and you went to the Detroit Bowl game. Man, you could have skipped across the border to another country if you felt like it and you wanted to try. <laughs> uh, maybe in Detroit, but not in El Paso. Ooh, you don't want to go. <laughs> hey, cross that border. They said it was war ass. They said people people go over there and don't come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, that, I was a I was a freshman when we went there, so I I, I ain't even playing the game. I was a redshirt. I was in the game chilling. I actually fell asleep during the game because at one point it was so boring. <laughs> I was on, I, I really was on the sideline, eyes closed, not out. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Well, that was, I think, the third time we'd played in the El Paso Bowl game in a four-season span. So, for for some of the older guys, of course, they were tired of going to El Paso. Yeah, they yeah they was tired of going, but we had a good time. They they knew where to go. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so they knew where to go. We were just talking about practice, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't need, did we win that game? I know it was nah, a good we, game. We, we didn't win that game. We lost it in the very end because uh, we forgot how to defend a screen pass. That's what happened. Yeah, that I think we went down and scored with like two minutes left to take the lead, and then they just they screen passed us to death down the field. And by the fourth one, you're just like, oh, for the love of God, he's throwing a screen pass. <laughs> <laughs> Hang back. I can blow this thing up in Madden all the damn time. It was crazy. Really, the only thing I remember about that game was – one of our corners got hurt. It was a senior. He got hurt. And the coach, the, the DB coach, not the DB coach, the DB assistant coach was on the sideline trying to hype up Zach Logan. Because <laughs> they was about to put him into the game. Now, for those who don't know, Zach Logan was a red shirt freshman. They was about to burn his shirt. The senior, I mean, it, like, for a bowl game, for two quarters. <laughs> mm, not good. And, and when that assistant coach walked away, you should have seen the redshirt freshmen corral him like, boy, don't you go out there. Listen, <laughs> 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 like, bro, you better not burn your shit, boy. You better, don't do it. He was like, I shouldn't do it. He, he was so ready to go out there and burn his shirt for them couple. Like, boy, y'all ain't even, you ain't even about to play your package. Like, <laughs> don't and do see, it. you can do that now. The, the new rules say you can play in like three or four games and hold on to your red shirt. Well, not back then. <laughs> boy, you should, I wish you could have seen this looking at him like, boy, Zach, don't do it. Don't do it, Zach. Don't do it. Please don't do it, Zach. <laughs> I'm about to screw you. <laughs> All righty. Well, I I think with that, we can, we can kind of wrap things up. Uh, I know we'll try to get back maybe next week to talk about the bowl matchup because uh, Sunday we will know more. Once they figure out who's going to the playoff, who is going to the Rose Bowl and all the big bowls, might have to wait a little bit. But um, the important thing is, is we're going somewhere. And that that is a joy after the last couple of seasons. What do you mean you got to wait to figure out who's going to? Iowa's going to the Rose Bowl. Michigan. Uh, only if to, they beat Michigan. I mean, correction. Michigan's going to the Rose Bowl. Well, if Michigan wins. They're probably going to the playoff. So which how it go then? 
Oh, the playoff gets first choice. Which 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 bowl is the playoff bowl? Uh, I think <laughs> it's the sugar this year and the cotton. Uh, okay, the Rose so... Bowl is just like part of the rotation. So, right, okay, but so... the Rose Bowl is still going to pick a Big Ten team, even if it, even if the Big Ten champ goes to the playoff. Oh, so... well, never mind. O- Ohio State is going to the Rose Bowl. Most Michigan likely. is going into the playoffs. What's the next one? The citrus. No. Something. Uh, I think I think the Peach or the Fiesta could choose Michigan State as one of the Big Six Money Bowls, and they're kind of expecting to go to one of those. So you got three teams in the Big Money Bowls, and then it's the Citrus, and then it's the Outback, and I think after the Outback, that's when you get into either the Pinstripe or the Vegas Bowl. So yeah, you can, you can kind of map certain certain teams out. It ain't, it ain't no no secret. <laughs> I think it. I think it's going to be pinstripe. It's going to or Vegas. Honestly, I. I don't think they're sending us to Nashville because we went to Nashville just three years ago. So I, I'm thinking it's one of those two: pinstripe or Vegas. I like it. I like like the way you're thinking. Let's, <laughs> let's go with those. Let's All right. again. New York. I mean, man. <laughs> it's New York City, baby. <laughs> You can always find something in New York City. Hey, they, I, I'm sure them guys that's they got uh, with that bold per diem money and a couple of guys that got them checks, they, they're getting to something. And everything's <laughs> a subway right away. You don't even need an Uber in the city. You just hop in the subway. Oh, I say yeah, I say, yeah. No, I don't go on the subway. I, I love New York, man. Pete, Subways. <clears throat> if you're not from New York or and don't travel there often. Do not get your ass on that damn subway. <laughs> See, I've been to New York, I think, four times, and I've loved it every single time. And I, I'm like, yeah, I'll hop on the subway. Who it's are you great. with? I was with my family. Um, just, just your family from Indiana? Yeah. No New York family? No. Okay, well, you probably learned the way you learned to ride them trains. But if it's your first time in New York, don't just hop on a train just to try and figure out. No, your ass is going to get lost. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to end up uptown when you're supposed to be downtown. Trust me. (laughs) I've seen it happen many a day. It almost happened to me one time, but the person caught me because we just happened to be in conversation. And I almost missed my stop. Well, it is a lot more extensive than Chicago, and I, I've been to Chicago a number of times too. But uh, it, it's more extensive than Chicago, to be sure. Way more. <laughs> That's going to end up on Staten Island. <laughs> and the subway doesn't even go to Staten Island, man. <laughs> right. That's my point. <laughs> All righty. Well, with that in mind, we will call it an episode. We will try to get back next week um, with another one to talk about our bowl matchup. But for now, uh, that will do it for this episode. My name is Travis Miller, and this has been the Behind the Rail podcast with Corey Sheets and Boiler Up. BTFU and hell, hell, (laughs) (laughs) We out. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Please visit our sponsor, Bet Online, for the best in college sports odds. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.